On this episode of Industry Relations, Rob and I react to the hit viral song, The Rich Men North of Richmond, and how it relates to housing. Let's go. This is Industry Relations, a podcast that's at the intersection of real estate and technology from an insider's perspective with Rob Hahn and Greg Robertson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Industry Relations with Rob and Greg. This is your co-host, the notorious Rob Hahn, and as always with me, the fabulous Greg Robertson. Woo! Greg, Hello, you're a, hola. You are like our, our our man in the field today with the microphone. Yes, uh, I am. I'm, <laughs> I'm having some microphone issues. I'm at my uh, garage studio, and yep. I'm holding the mic in my hand this way so that... Myerden doesn't have a heart attack as far as the audio department. So, <laughs> hey man, it, it, it might be oh, time the to upgrade of the it gear. All. The humanity yeah. of it all. Oh my god! You know, it's, the fact is, there's a hurricane headed our way. Uh, so you know, you you, yeah. know, you could Hil- start Hil- practicing. Hurricane Hillary, Hil- yeah. Hurricane Hillary <laughs> coming <Yeah>. in hot. <laughs> it's insane, dude. Like I'm in Vegas. Like temperature's supposed to go to like 78. It's like that's nuts. Like. That's oh wow! Cold for us. Like all that's they even not- talk about here in Huntington is like the 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 thirty foot swells. So we'll see oh, what sure. happens. <laughs> sure, yeah. Let's hope you got, let's let's hope it's just a you know whatever some rain. We could use some rain. I don't want to yeah. see hundred mile winds and people dying and shit like that. That would be no good. Uh, <clears throat> so um, I thought we would try something we've never done before. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> because well. Like it seems like everybody else is doing it, so we might as well too. Um, but actually, of course, we are going to take a sort of a real estate housing angle on this. What I'm, what am I talking about? I'm talking about this like super viral song uh, that has that's just sweeping the country, right? And uh, in case you've been living under a rock, there's a country singer named Oliver Anthony who was a complete unknown like a week ago. You know, just came out of nowhere and dropped this song called Richmond North of Richmond. And just like the world is blown up, like the Internet's blown up. And uh, and I thought it would be interesting, you know, because fact is, man, the last few episodes we've done have been very heavy, like MLS lawsuits, you know, association stuff and i just feel like maybe you know let's let's well there's a the corruption back. angle in all those so yeah there is and so i think we're going to touch on it so uh we've never done this before like you know reaction video but like i said everybody else doing a reaction video too so why not us hey let, let's just do it as well yeah, you know i will so with, say yeah. just on the, the the song name itself i, I mean i i love writing copy i love copy the mm-hmm. the naming convention the double entendre they're the rich rich men you know people mm-hmm. with money yeah. north of richmond which is obviously uh richmond virginia meaning that's right dc you know where that's uh, right capital is um, that's right what a great what a great turn of phrase what a what a what a, just right. a juicy sentence or a song title that is yeah that's right that's right and i thought this was interesting because you know one of the controversies around this like some people uh, i'm thinking specifically like rolling stone is like trying to make this into some sort of a right-wing MAGA song. And I'm like, there's nothing political about it. And I know you and I differ on our politics view. Well, let's so listen to it. Let's listen to it. Let's do it. Let's dive right in. All right, here we go. Well, I've been selling my soul, working all day, 
Overtime hours for bullshit pay So I can sit out here and waste my life away Drag back home and drown my troubles away It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me People like That's you damn. wish I could just wake up And it not be true, but it is Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul The rich man knows The rich man Lord knows it all Just wanna yep. have total control Wanna know what you think Wanna know what you do And they don't think you know But I know that you do Your dollar ain't shit And it's taxed to no end Cause a rich man Cause a rich man Pause there real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, it's not a true reaction because I think both of us have heard this already a couple of times. But, man, it still hits. It still hits hard for me, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's something about that kind of blues tradition, right? I mean, of of just a, a, a twangy guitar and a, yep. and a call out like that. Um, it just it goes, you know, it's, it's universal, man. Just it, universal. Yeah, there's no doubt yeah. about it. And I think, and we'll kind of get into like what's just so compelling about it. Forget the messaging, whatever, is just the sheer authenticity of it, right? Like there's no there's no studio, there's no backup dancers, there's no auto-tune, you know, there's no yeah. producer, you know what I mean? There, it's just like a dude and a mic and a guitar in the fucking forest somewhere it looks like you know it's yeah just, it's like some sort of appalachian blues kind of vibe yeah to it, right i mean yeah yeah very, very yeah very cool yeah yeah and i and honestly i'm not really into this type of music like i do like bluegrass i do like country a whole lot but you know the, it, but man god damn like just uh the like, well, I, yeah i i love blues the authenticity I love blues. yeah the honesty you know just all right let's let's keep going politicians look out for miners and not just miners on an island somewhere lord we got folks in the street ain't got nothing to eat and the old beast milking welfare god if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds taxes ought not to pay for your bags of butt drowned young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground because all this damn country does is keep on damn. taking them down lord it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me people like you wish i could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the blue world with an old soul. These rich men know the rich men, Lord knows they all just wanna have total control. Wanna know what you think, wanna know what you do, and then I'll think you know. But I know that you do, cause your dollar ain't shit, and it's taxed to no end, cause the rich men know the rich men.
I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. Yeah, it's uh, really <sighs> good. Really good. Right? It's hard. You know what's what's so let's let's get like so the way I look at it is like you and I are in the one percent. You know what I mean? Like maybe not one percent. Like let's say at least the ten percent. You know, top five percent, something. Right? We're not working class. You know, I, like I'm 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 potentially one of those rich men north of Richmond, right? I went to the, all the right schools. I'm a lawyer by training. You know, it's you're a successful entrepreneur. Do you know what I mean? But even I hear this, I'm like, God damn, you know, it it just, it really hits hard because I didn't grow up with money. You know, I didn't like struggle, like struggle for everything, you know, worked hard for everything. So it's just, and I know you have as well. Um, and it really, like this song really hit hard for me. And there's some couple reasons why I want to kind of get your take on it. <laughs> um one of the things I've been doing the last couple of days, last you know, the last couple of nights really, is um, there have now been a bunch of reaction videos, just like the one we're doing now, right? right? But a lot of them have been from, I guess we'll call them more working class and middle class people, right? And you see like grown men break down, right? And it's of all races, so you know this notion that this is some sort of right wing political thing is just utter bullshit. You know, it's it's yeah. I don't think so. Bullshit. I think it's on both both ends can exactly. Can, uh, I mean, any art I think can it's it's got to speak to everybody, not just it's one got to, side, right. really, right? Cause, right, because it's got to speak to like a human experience, like a human condition, yeah. and and it really just a lot of the comments, a lot of what people talked about, dude, was about housing. And I the reason yeah. I wanted to do this video was because he's absolutely fucking right. You know, there are so many. So many of us, so many Americans, they're just paycheck to paycheck, you know, working their asses off, you know, and just trying to make ends meet. And one of the things I'll talk about when it talks about like the dollar ain't shit, what a lot of the reaction videos we're talking about then were like these younger, you know, probably people in their 30s, right? Talk about like like housing. I can't afford to buy a house. Like I, I no longer, I'm working my ass off, working these overtime hours. But, you know, I'm never going to be able to buy a house. These home prices are utterly crazy. Rent's yeah. going up. It's a huge part of it, right? I mean, wh what do you think? Like, am I just... No, no, I think you're actually right. I mean, you know, there's there's that sentiment out there. You know, we talked about it before this, you know, we we're kind of echoing like the Carter thing, a, mal a malaise in the country yeah. of, of that type of thing. And I think, you know, there's nothing so core as home right i mean nothing. having a home right i mean that's uh, where that's where the heart is right that's where everything is so when you're when that's kind of become unattainable for a lot of people i mean it's a it's it's not a good place to start right for sure i mean if you're just sending money to the man everywhere for where you're going to live right um, that's a that's a tough hoe there for sure that's right and there're th like three things and when when so when people like are talking about like trying to make ends meet, there are really three things that are non-negotiable, right? Like you have to spend money on, and it's food, right? It's housing, and it's energy, right? I mean, you know, you don't you don't need a fucking Hulu subscription to push comes shove. You don't need a, the latest cell phone, <laughs> right? 
you know, but you need you need to eat, <clears throat> you need to live somewhere. Right? You need to you need energy, whether it's like getting like fuel, right, gasoline for your car or heating oil for your house. Like you need energy, you need electricity. Like so, it hit hard um, for a lot of reasons. And I'm just trying to sort it out. Right, I think part of the reason why it really got to me was. You know when I when you and I talked about the uh, the corruption going on in San Diego, right? Um, and I made the point that the vast like most realtors are not rich. You know, most realtors are not you know rolling in Bentleys and you know what I mean like that that sort of social media kind of yeah fake bullshit that Bravo people put TV. out. <clears throat> yeah, you know that that that's not reality. Like most realtors actually make below median income. Right, the average realtor was like fifty thousand annual. Median income is about seventy. You know, like, and a lot of them are just working their asses off. They're doing exactly what Oliver Anthony's talking about, right? Working, you know, long hours, working weekends for bullshit peak because it's all commission, right? And and here we are. We have these fucking people making six hundred thousand a year and still wanting to like steal more money from yeah, those people's dues. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah, come on, man. right? Yeah. And yet, <clears throat> one of my frustrations about it, I think, one of the reasons why I wanted to even talk about this is the NAR Leadership Summit just wrapped up, right? And I remember writing something like, "Hey, you know, when y'all get together, I don't know what else you're going to talk about, but if you're not talking about dealing with like literal criminal corruption within your own ranks, like, what are you talking about?" I haven't heard anything out of it. I ha- have you? Yeah, the two things I heard were, um, you know, Brad Inman wrote a LinkedIn post talking about something that that a former uh, NAR um, CEO would talk about, Dale Stinton, where mm-hmm. he thought that the biggest threat to NAR was really their volunteer leadership. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we talked about this before, of them not having the, you know, the training, the capacity, whatever, to really you know, govern or manage in a professional manner. And that that was a big threat to the overall institution of NAR. Now, this was unconfirmed, but, you know, he had kind of put that out there um, to maybe, as as you were saying some things to kind of for NAR to think about. Um, And I know there's a lot of consternation over there. I've been, you know, I've been sent some, I've been DM some stuff and some text of, yeah, that there were a lot of uh, reporters from the Times there, mm-hmm. um, still kind of soliciting this this kind of rumored story that's supposed to be coming out, right? Um, and it's supposed to be talking about some of uh, the government, some of the sexual harassment claims, not only of NAR but maybe SDR as well. Sure. Um, and they're they're bracing for that. They they think it's going to be negative, um, and I think they're trying to shore up as much as they can. I mean, I don't. I, you know, it's funny, but hold on, hold on. You know, you've criticized things from NAR before about them being too woke. Yeah. Right. Them going over, over the top with uh, the language and, you know, and and those kind of things. And, you know, so I'm not, I'm not, I mean, there's, there's something going on here. Right. But yeah, but that organization, I, I, I still think is, you know, um, I don't think that there's a black and white thing here because how can the, the from the same organization you talk about, were you saying it's 
you know, they should, they should never have talked about, you know, had those kind of, uh, language or, you know, things about like, you know, that no, no NAR member should have hateful race speech. Yeah. The speech um, codes. Yeah. The speech codes and everything else. And then on the other thing, talking about how, you know, uh, these other kind of, uh, harassment things, right. It's like, it's like, there's, I don't think it's a black and white thing. There's something going on there, but, um, you know, it, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a weird situation right now. I don't know how to, how to kind of, take it all in as far as what's going on. You know, I've, we haven't read the article. We don't know what the article says, what it's sure. focusing on or whatever. But, um, uh, you know, to me to say that NAR is a, a place where they um, discriminate against race and, and gender and, and well, all those things, I just, it just doesn't match what I've seen out there. Now, this last thing, I mean, you know, I, I, again, I don't, it was, wasn't really, it didn't really get much out there. It was settled pretty quickly. Right. But just doesn't match for me the, 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 the previous things that I've, I've read about them. Right. I mean, in fact, it's, it's more, they seemed, you know, they seemed more on the other side, the more woke as mm-hmm. you, as you kind of mm-hmm. called them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, so it's, here's, it's here's weird. the thing, Greg, <clears throat> and I, I really sort of, it like crystallized for me, maybe part of, this like song and just thinking about like where we are as a as a country and society. My issue with NAR going woke among many, but the biggest one to me, quite frankly, is it's a lot of um, what uh, the the perfect term I heard was woke washing, right? And the idea behind that was a lot of times these companies would get into these woke things like DEI or trans right or whatever the hell right, uh, climate change or whatever. They would do that because they were failing at the core job, right? Like they weren't delivering – like Disney, for example. You you're, you can't make a hit movie, so you're going to go out there and talk about diversity and equity and inclusion, you know, shit like that, right? My thing is I feel like my criticism of NAR to some extent is we have just had like the worst possible housing markets for the country as a whole, Right. We have just, and it's not just been the last two years. I think that's a mistake. Because if we go back to 2018, 2019, we we're talking about housing affordability then. We we're talking about inventory shortage then. We we're talking about like over 10 years of just home prices going up every year, three, four, five percent. Meanwhile, fewer and fewer people can afford it. And the only thing that sort of made things seem affordable was zero interest rates, right? So that's one. What's the other major thing that NAR is supposed to do? What is like a core mission of NAR? It's professionalism. We've had 10, 20 years of members, leaders, everybody complaining about lack of professionalism. And they haven't done dick about that. But instead, they're going to talk about DEI and climate change and all this distractions. right? And I think in light of what's going on, I guess what I'm feeling is there's something changing. There's something happening. Right, like there's no earthly reason why this song should be number one on the charts, right? It's it's not he's not a great singer, I mean, he's got a cool voice, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, honestly, and he himself has come out and said, "Look, I barely know my way around the guitar," right? It's like there's no production value, right? It's just him, Appalachian Blues in a in a for in a forest somewhere with a mic and a guitar. And it's the, the the truth, the authenticity, the raw honesty of it that's resonating, right? Because it's speaking to everybody, no matter your 
politics, your your class, I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like it's just your race, your gender, it don't matter, right? Your sexual preference, it doesn't matter. If you're struggling, if you're working, if you're struggling, if you're if you're not the rich men north of Richmond, like this is hanging to you, right? I'm looking at this going, you know what? Apply to what's our industry, apply to what's happening now, right? Dude, last I heard, most brokers, most agents are seeing somewhere between 25 and 40% declines in volume. Yeah, yeah. Home prices keep going up. So, you know, you have these fucking economists out there like, look, we're not doing so bad. Look, home prices are back up. I'm like, are you nuts? Like, go talk to the actual people on the ground. And they're like, and again, they're fronting, right? Because let's face it, we're all, they're realtors. So they want to be like, no, everything's great. And, you know, let me drive up in my Mercedes. But everybody's struggling. Everybody's hurting. And we're not going to talk about that, right? We're not going to address lack of professionalism. We're not going to address any of that. We're going to sweep sexual harassment claims under the rug. We're going to sweep corruption in our own fucking ranks under the rug and do what instead? Instead, we're going to do speech codes. Instead, we're going to talk about the threat of climate change. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's what I'm at, right? And I'm in motion because I'm like, I'm feeling this, dude. Yeah, I know. But, but, you know, but we talked about a, a lot of this. I mean, you yourself said, I mean, this is just monetary. Pro- I mean, a lot of these things is are problems because right. of the pandemic and we were just printing money. And that's, that's nothing right. NAR or you and I or anything can do about that. In regards to like, you know, to hold me, on, the hold spirit on, hold on, of hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying NAR changes monetary policy. Okay. Just professionalism is, is yeah. Professionalism is your core goal. But here's the thing from a messaging standpoint, right? Instead of going out there and continually waving the flag, like how refreshing would it have been if NAR, if Lauren Shune, if you know Bob Goldberg, if if everybody came out and said, "Hey, this money printing is gonna fuck us," right? This this, this crazy well, it was ass just shit. boom times. They were so their their membership Bingo. was so in boom times. Bingo. That they Bingo. you know they could couldn't Bingo. think of the future of that right. Bingo. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm like, where the hell is under all is the land, right? Oh, what's going on to my mic, my camera, right? I mean, where the hell is this like concern for the country, right? Where the hell is the patriotic fervor that animates the realtor movement from its start? And here's my thing, Greg. Just about every realtor I know feel that. Like they really feel it in their hearts. They really feel like, look, I'm trying to help my neighbors. I'm trying to help these buyers. I'm trying to help these sellers. I mean, yes, once in a while you run across the scumbags. You and I both know. The vast majority of realtors I know, they really give a shit about their clients. They really give a damn about the city they live in. They really give a damn about the country. Where the hell is our leadership coming out and, and, and echoing I, I, that, I, being honest yeah. about it? Yeah, I think I think that's to me what the, what, as far as for me that resonates about the, the song is, and this I think goes across all sorts of things. Yeah. When, they, when he says <clears throat> the rich men of North of Richmond, it's, these are, these are, poli- it's this is all politicians, the people in charge. Yep. And I would even yep. put the experts on that thing. Like, yep. and how everybody, I mean, you know, seemingly unemployment, it's, it's the lowest it's ever been. Inflation has yep. gone down for 10 months down to kind of close to average. There's a lot of great things that are going on, but there's still this, the I think this really, no. You know, people just do not trust anybody anymore. That's and because this has we're to being start, gaslit. 
that's and, because and we're that's, being lied to. And Greg. that's what I think. I think that's what the thing is about what he's saying is like this can be in in Washington. This can be in San Diego. This can be in California. This could be. Yep. At Everywhere. the uh, CDC, this could yeah. be, I mean, it could be anywhere. Everybody's just like, nobody, tr- this could be CNN or or but, uh, Fox but, or it could be, hold on, hold on. It just, yeah, I think no, I it all it. goes together of nobody knows, they, they all think they're being played and there's no trust anymore uh, from anybody, right? And it's, and it's, and everybody's out for themselves and it's just, it just, you know, as he says, he just wish he'd wake up one day and it wasn't the same. But I mean, I don't know right. how the hell, you know, you get but out of is. this situation, Look, right? I, I, so I want to make this point. Like, the reason why people don't trust anybody is because they're being lied to. Like you brought up two stats. Like it's a really, it's really good point. Unemployment's really low and inflation is on its way down. Except that, again, if you are actually in the real world, it don't, it sort of don't feel that way, does it? You know what I mean? Like, you could talk about inflation is down. Where the fuck are you getting these stats from? Right? Because gas is still, what? What, what is around? It's like five bucks a gallon, right? Rent is still going up. Housing still unaffordable. Groceries, grocery bills have like doubled. I'm like, so there's only so much you can gaslight people until they go, wait, time out. What the fuck? Uh, unemployment is really low. Meanwhile, like <laughs> labor participation rate, you know, all this like it, it's nonsense. And I think the issue is that's at the national level, and I think it's sort of across all our institutions, right? What would it look like if people started really just telling you know the truth about stuff, right? I mean. Just think, like, isn't that what we're all wanting? Isn't that why, quite frankly, why this podcast, Industry Relations, <laughs> tends to be popular? Because you and I just, let's, let, we don't give a fuck. You know, we're just telling, like, and I'm happy to be wrong. And, and I paid off a couple of bets, Greg, <laughs> in which I was wrong, right? <laughs> I plan on paying off more. But neither you nor I are ever sitting here like, we need to gaslit people. We need to virtue signal. We need to... No, man, we're, this is just how we feel. This is our opinions. This is how we see it. We need a lot more of that, right? especially yeah. in our industry, because we're dealing with housing, right? Like we should never, ever, as an industry, have the, it's a great time to buy or sell a house. It's fucking nonsense, right? And you know what? I actually think the, the successful realtors that are out there, I think they are calling it like they see it. I think they are being truly authentic with their clients, right? Whether they're rich investors or they're a first-time homebuyer, I think they're being authentic. And it's it's time our institutions have to start getting a lot more authentic, a lot more honest about what the hell is going on, right? If CAR had come out, as soon as SDR pops, if CAR and NAR had come out and said, this is unacceptable, here's what's going on, we're, re- we're investing the shit out of it. And don't do the fucking polite corporate speak, do you know what I mean? Like issue some press release. Like if, if, this, if the CEO of CAR just come out, like from his heart, this is, if this is true, this is completely unacceptable, we're going to get to the bottom of it. Members would feel a shit ton better about this, right? You know, there's a sexual harassment allegation against the sitting president of NAR. If Bob Goldberg had come out just from his heart, hey, you know what? I believe him. I know he, and just maybe he's innocent, right? <clears throat> it's entirely possible Kenny's entirely innocent. Then you don't come out 
and just speak from your goddamn heart, right? Tell us what you, what's going on. Tell us what you genuinely think instead of the corporate fucking yeah, PR I think that's a lot speak. of times that's just driven by attorneys who are afraid to get sued, right? I mean, I'm, then, I'm just have that. That's what I'm getting at, dude. Yeah. And, and no wonder people don't trust you, right? Because you're constantly giving them PR spin or you're gaslighting them or you're straight up lying to them or you're sweeping shit under the rug. No, like, why would you expect to get trusted, right? And I think we're seeing that from this this movement, this thing, right? And the yeah, relevance, it's tough. It's, yeah. it's tough. I mean, you know, you, you want leadership, and it's just becoming, you know, more and more. When people look at like what the system's like, who wants to join? Who wants to like fight in that? Who wants to be a leader because of what it what the uh, sure. The sacrifices that have to be made to your family and and all the freaking social media and the just garbage that can be thrown at you to overcome that it's just I mean it's just crazy out there. Um, the people do will say anything and lie just to. I mean it's it's you know it's 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 tough right now and you can kind of understand why you don't see a lot more leadership out there. It's just it's, it's nuts. Well, so. Like I said, NAR just wrapped up its leadership summit. Okay, hey leaders, here's here's I guess my take on things, right? To the extent that you know, like if you want to take my advice, I suppose. Like why would you? But you know, this advice is worth exactly what you paid for it, which is zero. <laughs> so, right? Um, I think if I'm a leader, whether I'm an association leader, MLS brokerage leader. I think I would recognize now that something has changed in the country. Something has changed in society. Something has changed. And the change is we are sick and tired of being fed corporate, sanitized bullshit. I think as a leader, you are far better off just going out and saying what's in your heart. Like, now you could be wrong. And you could just say, look, I could be wrong. But this is what I think. This is what's happening. Right? Stop. Stop lying to people, and again, the best stop. Stop trying to fucking patronize people and protect them, right? And this is relevant in like the commission lawsuit, dude. I'm going on like webinar presenta- presentation after presentation, and the number one thing I hear back from like local associate leaders is, "I never heard this before." Why That's isn't crazy. NAR telling me any of these threats, right? Like. Nobody's well, I, telling me that I could be criminally charged by the Department of Justice. Nobody's telling me this shit. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Why the why the hiding the ball? Why the you know this <clears throat> this Kenny situation? Like I said, the man might be 100 percent innocent, right? But you know, what we get we get a sanitized like press release, the type you always see, like somebody's been accused of something, and it's like some statement released to the attorney. I'm like, dude. Why are you not going on like a podcast and speaking your heart? And then like tell your story then, right? You well, know, I if- think I mean I think there was a if I read something about it, there was something at Leadership Summit where you know Bob and and, and others had taken the stage and talked about NAR's commitment to you know diversity and, and everything else. I mean That's what I'm I mean, saying. So- but that's that corporatized bullshit. Who's not gonna say that? Yeah, I'm t- I mean, when I'm talking about authenticity, I'm saying Kenny should have gotten up in front of that stage and just spoken his heart. 
Here's what it is. Here's where I'm at. No fucking stop. Just stop, right? That's at the leadership level, right? Even to the brokers and agents, even to brokers then, here's my thing. You know what? If your company's struggling, then don't hide it. Don't fucking bullshit it. Don't sugarcoat it. Be authentic about it, right? The agents who, who follow you, who are loyal to you, they'll get it. Because you know what? They're struggling too, right? And for the agents on the street, you know, like, I know you all want to do deals, but you know what? When you understand that the people, like, the actual American public is going through what they're going through, maybe don't sugarcoat shit. Maybe don't try to, you know, pretend, like, just be authentic about it, right? Just be, hey, this house is a piece of shit, but it's cheap. You should buy it. Right. That's a hell of a lot better than, well, look at the. Well, I think most tiling. people can tell that. Yeah. I think most people can Do you tell know what I'm the house is a piece of shit. <laughs> look, I, I, so I think the solution here, I think what we all need as a society is just enough with the virtue signaling, enough with the, the, the spin, the BS, and let's just be like super real and just authentic and honest about it. Right. Because here's the you can disagree authentically and be fine. Like, you know, you, you think taxes should be higher, I think it should be lower, whatever. We can disagree on that as long as it's authentic about it, it's cool, right? It's when everything is just obfuscated and spun and it's just gaslit and that's when we just go, oh, yeah, I don't trust you, right? And what's yeah. the most important thing for real estate agents? In every survey that's ever been done throughout history, the number one characteristic is trust, Yep. right? And all I can tell you is like it's fucking hard to trust you if your whole presence through social media, whatever, is all fake and it's all bullshit. Like how, how am I supposed to trust that, right? But if you're honest about it, like this is who I am, this is my life, this is what I believe, and I'm going to tell it to you like it is, it's – of course, it's way easier to trust, right? And the crazy thing, like I said, man, just about every good realtor I know, every good broker I know, they're really good, decent people. Right, they're really good, decent people. They really care about their clients. They really want to do the right thing, right? So it's maybe it's the marketing companies, maybe it's the gurus, maybe it's the consultants like me who are out there telling them like, you need to do this and you need to send this and use this AI chatbot in order to. What the fuck is authentic about an AI chatbot? <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe it's take a step way back. It's like, no, 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 screw all that. Authenticity, phone calls coffees, just sharing like what it's like, you know, to be a human being in this issue with housing. Like, I feel like that would almost be more effective now, right? Than the, look at my BMW. Like, I feel it's something's changed, man. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I've always been, I think, a proponent of, of those things. I mean, um, people have told me before, one of my superpowers has always been, I've been able to bring up the most horrible, you know, bad situations. Yeah. And, 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 and be able to talk about them and get a, a meeting going or like, okay, yeah. <laughs> we fucked up or this is bad. Let's talk about this. And a lot of people right. don't know how to initiate that. They don't. Right. Um, and, and because they're uncomfortable with it. But if you're authentic and you're coming from a place where they know you're that, you know, you're trying to help, um, it helps out things a lot. Right. So, and it's, right. yeah, I mean, it's, it's rare for sure. Um, I mean, there's, there's leaders out there that I think, uh, oh, 
yeah, want to do that. But also, you know, it's they they can only go so far, right? Because of uh, you know their their job requirements or anything else. But um, and I think in the case of NAR, it's such a big corporation that mm-hmm. sometimes the attorneys have got you know hold of them. Um, it's 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 a uh, it's a damn shame. It's uh, a damn shame. It's a damn shame. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> and I, I, again, I'm not entirely sure what the solution is. I need to get you a banjo, dude. I need to get you a banjo and a and a. <laughs> I don't limerick. know how to play, and and, and that's a dobro. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. You know, like I like I said, I don't know what the solution is, and this isn't about me pretending to be like I'm some super wise like guru. Let me tell you exactly. No, but I do think the strategic mm-hmm. element, if you the principle is. I really do think we're living in a new type of world, right? And um, it's a new world. Yeah, I know, right? And it's it's interesting. Like, there's a, a, a I watched a podcast with uh, Jordan Peterson and uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, right? The right, candidate. Yeah. And I'm not going to get into the politics of it, but they said something that was super interesting. What they talked about was running for office in 2023, right? The old ways don't work anymore. The old ways in that case meant, you know, like TV, right? All the way the politics has been done since the since the 60s, right? When Kennedy beat Nixon. You know, so the, the TV, televised broadcast, going to media, you know, the 30-second TV ads you're supposed to run, you know? Like what they talked about is like, that doesn't work anymore, right? What works now <clears throat> are these long-form podcasts, you know, where the candidate goes on a Joe Rogan for three hours and answers all the questions, you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, obviously he would say that because like it's working for him, but I actually think he's saying it because it's true. He's saying it, Vivek's like, it's working for me, right? Like I don't have talking points. I don't have a press secretary. No, you know, I, doing, I, I mean, I think right? I love watching those. That's right. why I like podcasts. I love listening and to RFK the same way, right? Right. You just get to know something you know more about somebody having them have a, a com- two right. reasonable people having a conversation is it's just gold for sure and it's hard to be inauthentic for that long right so whether it's vivek or rfk or whoever like after a certain period of time you know that like that's who they are that's what they genuinely think right and whether you agree or disagree at least like okay it's authentic i'm kind of thinking like I think we need to take a lesson from that. Whatever we've been doing in real estate and housing, a lot of we need to re, like take another look at it. We need to re-question it, right? That maybe like the old ways of doing things like the, hey, you need to have the social media profile. You need to have this type of branding effort. You need to whatever, you know, do the resume, right? <laughs> like I'm number one in my, what, like all that stuff. Maybe that doesn't work anymore. I don't know that it doesn't. I'm saying maybe it doesn't work because the world has changed. And now it's going to be much more about that like real authentic, this is who I am. Here's what I think. Let me tell it like it is. Right. And not try and like talk you into a deal. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe not, maybe not that, right? Maybe it's just much more straightforward. Hey, you know what? You should not sell your house. Yeah, I, I mean, need everybody's but. everybody's got their own, you know, niche in a way, and it's very hard mm-hmm. to be the the person you're talking about as far as 
you know, and not not to say that if you if you don't do that, you're not going to be successful. But you know, um, I think it's it's more of like what not to do than is what to do, right? I mean, sure, just try to do as best of of job of, of you can, um, and 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 serve your clients as best as you can. I mean, yeah, without being a fucking douchebag, right? I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, if we could all ju- and and you know, let's all be nicer to each other and 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 everything else Kumbaya. like that. I mean, <laughs> something. Yeah. So I don't know. And here's the thing, man. Like you're one of the gr- best salespeople. You're one of the greatest marketers I know. Thank you. And I've oh. seen you sell. I've seen you do the marketing. And I don't ever think you've ever bullshit anybody. You know, like like when you were pitching. Well, I mean, there's CMA, a problem. Like, there's, there's a yeah, I know. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you're know, authentic for me, about it. You know, well, you you, you want to come from a place like of you know, and again, this goes back to authenticity. Is like I, I've always said, um, the best marketing you have is to have a great product, right? So, you know, so if you're coming from that where you believe that you have the best product, I mean, it's so much easier to do your job than than sure. than, than anything else. I mean, marketing at that point is a tax in a sense, right? You um, you have to do that, but. Uh, I, I've I've benefited from being that authentic guy. I've also, you know, I've taken some hits from it as well. But uh, you know, all in all, I think we're we're doing okay. Um, but you know, it's it's you know, it, it is it's it's uh, you know, having most of my adult life started or you know, software companies. I mean. You know, it's it's tough being out there. It's tough doing those kind of things. It's yeah. tough trying to be yourself and and pleasing and and making sure your employees are okay and everything else. I mean, it's not a it's not an easy thing either, right? So, uh, it's a struggle yeah. for everybody, right? Um, yeah, for sure. It's not easy. Yeah. So I don't know. We have that much. So let's try and wrap it up like this. Um, I think the crisis we're having in the country, in society. And therefore, within the industry, because we are obviously part of this country, part of the society. The crisis we're having, to some extent, is a crisis of faith and trust because we have been lied to and gaslit for far too long. Right? We have been not told what the hell's going on for far too long. Right? As, as an example, like the SDAR thing, what's one of the things I've focused on the most there? Why is there no fucking audit? Why aren't you telling your own members what you're doing? You know, how you're spending their money, what's going on. Like, transparency solves a lot of this. Being open and being authentic solves a lot of this. With houses, I mean, there's all this stuff in real estate that's about confidence. And I need to put authenticity leads to trust, right? And I think the agents who've been trained, like, don't be authentic. You need to present yourself in a certain light, in a certain professional way, like certain dress code, like, if that's not authentic to you, then don't fucking do it. Because I don't think that shit matters anymore. Leadership, y- y- y'all, man, y- y'all need to stop listening to your lawyer so much and start being real with like your people you're supposed to lead. For sure. I think that will go a lot, lot farther in getting them to trust your judgment and trust you than you trying to pretend like I need to be this professional and but stop, stop. Authenticity, I think, is the only way forward. Because we gotta, we gotta get past this, and I think we will. It's not gonna be easy. I think we will. I have faith, and the part of the faith comes from the fact that, like this song, it's cutting across everything, man. Like race, gender, political point. It doesn't like 
if you have this, it's resonating because of that tr- that truth, that honesty. And I think we can get there too, you know, as an industry and do something for housing, do something for, and we don't have all the answers. And I don't think we got to pretend like we have all the answers. We just got to be honest about what we know and what we don't know, right? And just be a lot more authentic than we've been. That's my takeaway from all this. Yeah. And, and when are yeah. we going to go viral, Rob? I mean, we, we need something. We, we How come we can't go viral? <clears throat> I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I think we're pretty, you know, I don't want to go viral. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. I want to be, I want to. Yeah, I don't think we go viral a for a lesson. good reason. Hmm. This, is a, this is a great example. I don't want to do anything to go viral. Right. I just want to do whatever is real for us. And if that happens to resonate and go viral, fantastic. And it's a good thing. Then we can That's go That's a good thing, right? <laughs> but not, like, I don't want to do things to get viral. I don't want to yeah. massage shit to, like, oh, let's get, nah. We'll just keep it real. And then if it goes somewhere, great. If not, I still have fun talking to you. And I still, absolutely. Thank, I'm still so grateful for the people who do listen to us, who do watch us, even if we're not viral. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if we didn't win the award for best podcast in real estate. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's let's uh, wrap there. Thanks everybody for for listening to us rant. Yep. Uh, Thanks everybody. You know. <laughs> Listen, content is everything. Two Brothers Creative makes it look easy. Right now, business owners really only have two options. The first option is hire a big firm. Now, this big firm's going to come in, make you think that they invented all the algorithms and start charging you thousands of dollars every month. You don't want to do that. Second option is to do it yourself. Well, that means you got to learn SEO, SEM, copywriting, marketing techniques on the web. Ugh, you should be really focusing on your own product. But now there's a third option. It's called content in a box. Give Two Brothers Creative 30 minutes a week and they'll handle everything. Plus, they'll show you how to bring it in-house later on. They'll rebuild your marketing foundation and give you tools and techniques and a new marketing playbook that'll actually produce real results and help you grow your business. Two Brothers Creative will give you the confidence and know-how to tell the SEOs and SEMs and all those other acronyms to get fucked. You're in control now. Get started today at thecontentbox.com.